from India's largest newsroom I'm Arun George and this is the Times of India podcast The debate about air pollution over the years feels a bit like doing an outdoor activity in a daily morning presently it's tiring and you're likely to run out of breath before you're done For years, only incremental progress has been made in curbing the air pollution in states across the north and east of India, which is caused by a combination of weather factors and human activity. In the national capital of Delhi, where the most high-profile measures are undertaken annually, there's been little effect of multiple steps undertaken this year. Schools were shut for an extended period for younger students. There's an anti-pollution tower in the heart of the city that cost crores to build and cost crores to run, but there's little to clean the city's air. even judges insisting that it should be kept switched on isn't improving its productivity in cleaning the city's air proposed measures such as rationing vehicles on the streets and curbing office travel haven't taken off anti smog trucks patrol the big streets of the capital dispersing droplets of water in the hope of bringing dust levels down a political blame game continues over farm fires in neighboring states which may be lower in number than last year so far but continue to add to the smog This year Mumbai which normally experiences bad air quality a little later in the year decided to give Delhi some competition the city's residents discovered they were breathing air as bad as in Delhi and were getting no relief from the normally bankable sea breeze in 2022 we'd spoken with Siddharth Singh who's the author of the book The Great Smog of India which documents the causes of the annual smog in North India and the effect it's having on people He's spoken about why stubble burning and fireworks during Diwali may not be the biggest causes of air pollution but they definitely don't help. There's a baseline level of air pollution that remains because of transport and because of industry, right? So transport and industry is a year-long phenomena. On top of this stubble burning creates a peak. It doubles the amount of air pollution in that particular time of the year. Siddharth Singh had also pointed out that there are no quick solutions to the problem. Given the problems been around for nearly a decade now, he says we needed to have acted sooner to expect to see results today. So the kind of action that will actually have an impact is a multi-year, perhaps 3 to 5 year time frame where we can actually see measurable progress. Now the problem here Arun is that it has easily been over 5 years since some of us have been talking about it. if we had started then we would not be needing to have this podcast discussion today right so we are having this discussion because even 5 years ago nothing happened all of the proposed measures even back then could have had an impact today we could have had a transformative impact on the way transport works on the way uh, manufacturing and the use of dirty polluting fuels in heavy industries are used in the way stubble burning happens Siddharth Singh had also pointed out why just stopping human activity for a week or maybe even longer isn't a solution of any kind. We also have bad air pollution days for weeks at end, you know, say even months at end. But I think if you really want to deal with the problem then you have to act on the source of the air pollution as opposed to at the consuming end of the air pollution which is our lungs. So what are the effects at what Siddharth Singh terms the consuming end of air pollution that is our lungs my colleague Lata Mishra spoke with Dr Jinam Shah to try and better understand what this kind of air pollution does to the human body Dr Jinam Shah is a Mumbai based pulmonologist that is he's a doctor who treats problems with the human respiratory system he says that this year he saw many more patients 
even before the fireworks of Diwali were set off. Generally, in my pre-Diwali time, the OPDs are lighter. People are, you know, most of the times in that festive mood. People are out of town. People don't have that much lung problems. And then after Diwali, it generally increases because you know there's a lot of firecrackers and the pollution level increases. But this is like pre-Diwali. Even the firecrackers have been banned currently. The pollution levels is high, and we're unusually seeing a lot of respiratory cases, particularly in my practice. So I've been very busy last couple of weeks. The you know, I wouldn't say it is directly related to air pollution, but definitely there is a factor of air pollution in that. And uh, you know, it's not just people who are having uh, respiratory diseases. I have a lot of otherwise healthy patients coming to me with symptoms which are. more or less correlated with uh, pollution level which is on the heavier side we know that air pollution affects those with existing lung problems children and old people but dr shah says even if you're perfectly healthy you're not immune to its effects so the thing is that it's not just acute impact you have headaches you have you know blurring vision your work productivity goes down your your mental state is not that great you don't really feel like working that is the whole point those are acute impacts you are talking about chronic impacts also so person who is living in you know some other city which is not polluted and comes from mumbai or any other metro cities per se you know if you are living for a long period of time there are going to be chronic impacts also chronically your lungs are going to be weaker there are a lot of studies to show that when you live in a highly polluted area lungs are going to be weaker and even we have spirometry that is test to identify the lung functions in a highly polluted area the lung functions are poorer than a non polluted area that is something which is there so with lesser lung functions comes more disease so in a longer term also that particular individual is going to be more prone to develop any kind of respiratory disorders if you see a respiratory disorder in a polluted area is going to be much much more that compared to a non polluted area smaller towns the pollution levels which are lower the respiratory patients per se respiratory problems are much lesser so i have friends from sangamner or you know derwan who are in a lesser polluted area i you know i routinely talk to them right now what i am seeing as a spurt of lot of cough cold and lot of asthma which is exaggerated so definitely those factors does play a big big role and in the future it is probably going to increase only from here on the energy policy institute at the university of chicago has something called an air quality life index where they try to estimate the number of years of life lost due to air pollution According to this index, people in states like Delhi, Uttar Pradesh, and Bihar could live an extra decade if the air quality were better. And even if you don't plan on living a long life, Dr. Shah says even your present-day productivity isn't getting any better thanks to the air pollution. There are a lot of studies when the pollution levels are high, the productivity per se goes down. You have headaches and all those kind of things. And when you talk about the population level, also not just regarding the disease, it's a big uh, you know problem for India. and in a growing country like india we cannot afford that so that is also a big big thing and if we are at this situation right now and with such population which is obviously going to increase and god knows in the next decade or so where we are going to reach and if we don't take measures now i mean things are not going to be easier for us later on dr shah says that a lot of patients are also falling ill due to the change in weather and the spread of diseases like influenza but then when it comes to respiratory diseases he says he's seeing a lot more patients who are not recovering as quickly as they should symptoms have always been the same asthma and copd they come with cough and all those things but you no know, this is prolonging much more 
how do you wish to see that 5 7 days and you know, most of the time you get done with the medication course but now even for one month and one and a half month we have been giving treatment and patient just keeps on complaining of coughing and having difficulty in breathing so then we start realizing oh there's something more to it also it's not just the asthma or the COPD which is worsening probably there's a second component that is the pollution level then we start talking to them about how's your schedule like and how what time do you venture out and then we try to correct that okay peak hours don't try to venture out that much try to exercise indoors so then we see that okay yes that is helping the patient and the symptoms have been coming down if you can afford it the cheapest defense against air pollution is a mask the second option is an air purifier dr shah says he endorses the use of both though he admits even he finds it difficult to pick an air purifier given the sheer number of products in the market definitely mask is something which is going to help mask will filter out all the particulate matters particularly pm 2.5 and pm 10 and lot of other pollutants which are there we have realized in covid that wearing a mask is not very easy and it's not just a routine mask if at all you want a good protection you need to wear an n95 mask now n95 mask during covid i realized that you know we used to wear it because you know we used to be always in touch with the patients but now after covid if you ask me to wear it for 10 minutes it's something which is suffocating so yes mask is something which are definitely recommended i would definitely advise them for patients who are having lung issues whenever they are venturing out especially in times when the aqis are bad that time is a good time that you know if you are venturing out you should wear an n95 mask the best advice would be definitely not venture out during that time but people have their own reasons why they are venturing out if you are not able to wear an n95 please do wear some kind of mask whether you are using a surgical mask or a cotton mask though the protection level would not be that great but something is definitely better than nothing purifiers are recommended yes that is particularly again recommended for children or people who are having already respiratory issues or immunity is down because of some other medication that you are on there are, the problem with air purifiers are you know there are so many data and so many companies which are pushing in air purifiers which as a doctor also i will tell you i also don't understand which one is really good or not so you have to actually you know go into the depths of that particular air purifier and buy it but if you are using an air purifier you have to use it in your house second thing is you know the ventilation should be way that you know there's no ventilation right now and then you are using an air purifier so that you know it will act in a good way if you are in a area where you know there are lot of construction which are happening and you are be going to closing the windows and the doors and then you are using an air purifier that is still a good idea the only solution dr shah has for a lot of people is to just cut the amount of time they spend outdoors you need to you know cut down on your uh, outside time that is the most important thing i would tell all my patients for person who is otherwise healthy otherwise reasonably okay you may still think about going there but people who are you know elderly and all those things i would give them a strict no that don't go in that area that is the first important thing if you are still going in that area wear a mask that is important and try to not be outdoors can be indoors so that number of hours a number of time that you are going to be exposed to that pollution level is going to be lesser and it's not just outdoors even if you're indoors air pollution caused by human activity can affect those who are prone to respiratory diseases dr shah says indoor pollution is not something that's mentioned often but it can't be ignored and one important thing that we always forget about while mentioning the pollution is the indoor air pollution when we talk about indoor air pollution it is going to be all the gas that we have been lighting all the other combustible products that we have been lighting in the rural areas it's a separate thing they light 
wood and all those things but predominantly we are focusing on the urban areas we have gas then we have all the construction which is happening indoors also paints and all the petrochemicals that we use so those are also contributing to the pollution i try to create awareness regarding the indoor air pollution we need to have more of electricity good chimneys there we have good ventilation and all those things which also would ultimately decrease the respiratory mobility for that particular individual that is also a very important thing dr shah says individuals also need to do their part in curbing pollution he admits that he's not done all he can to reduce his own contribution to air pollution and he says we also need to introspect while demanding government action what have you done to you know your bit to decrease the air pollution name one thing that you have done if you ask me it's very difficult for me also to find out what am i doing to stop the pollution have i bought an electric car no have i stopped traveling in my car am i taking public transport am i consciously trying to decrease the number of trips i do in my car no i have money doesn't matter the pollution is there i'm just going to go in my car doesn't matter whether i'm using a diesel whether i'm checking my puc regularly whether i'm making active efforts to say that you know my car is getting older is there any problem you have to ask questions to ourselves it's a collective effort siddhat singh had said that individuals can do things like reduce their car use stop the burning of garbage in their neighborhoods and use more public transport but given air pollution is a societal problem and not something that individuals alone can solve he had a slightly different solution on curbing air pollution but at the end of the day we need a more social response to it at a government level so i'd say there are three final things that individuals can do which is vote vote and vote so go out there make it a electoral issue make sure that your voice is heard and make sure politicians take you seriously hopefully we'll have some measurable and visible change in the next few years Today's episode was produced by Jairad Singh and Anuja Singh. For a daily spotlight on people, ideas and stories that matter, subscribe to us. We're available on TOI Plus, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts and all other platforms of your choice. For any news tips, email us at toipodcast@timesinternet.in.